0: This is a 980 CKNW podcast. You are live with the App Show. Mike Agarbo here with my good friends, Christina Stoyanova, Graham Williams. We've got a lot of uh, apps to go through today. Of course, we'll be uh, also covering what's streaming this week on Netflix, Amazon, and Crave TV. We've also got a uh, Hot 5 app countdown. This week, it's the Hot 5 Apple Watch apps. And uh, we're going to be interviewing uh, a developer on a new game that they've come out with uh, called Jurassic World Alive. You'll want to check that one out. Before we get to any of that, uh, this is the time where we talk about some of the app news uh, out there. This was uh, interesting, uh, guys. Uh, Steve Jobs predicted our obsession with mobile apps.
1: Who knew? Uh, to be honest, I mean, Steve's been really good about uh, predicting things all the way along. And, you know, probably the biggest thing uh, was actually Flash, right? When we take a look back at how apps were developed, the App Store wasn't actually in iOS 1, right? It was something that rolled out later. The, the idea here was that uh, web apps were going to be the way forwards. And developers sort of clamored for this uh, this, this App Store uh, paradigm, Um, The the big thing here, and everyone kind of looked at it, it was, you know, why not have Flash on the iPhone? You guys remember Flash?
0: Yes. (laughs) It was huge. Yeah, It was huge back in the day. It was what uh, created interactivity and animation. Uh, On web pages,
1: yeah, and so this thing basically was responsible for most of the web apps and games that were out there. Unfortunately, it was notoriously buggy. Uh, It was full of security holes and required a ton of processing power. So when uh, the iPhone launched, uh, you know, Steve very famously said, "It's not coming, and we're never going to do it." And quite frankly, we're going to put a uh, nail in the coffin of Flash. And the App Store actually did that. It it took a few years. Uh, and Steve actually, I think, ended up uh, penning a, an editorial, a full-page editorial in, uh, in one of the newspapers down in the States, uh, talking about uh, why Flash would never come. And, you know, uh, Android, when it, when it first launched, and BlackBerry uh, OS X, um, you know, they did have Flash, and it seemed to be like, that was sort of the competitive advantage. Well, it's got Flash, it's got Flash, it's got Flash, but it really, did, it, it chewed up battery life. So when we take a look at the App Store and, and what it's done, you know, basically they launched a brand new platform. You know, it's, it's you, you, you look at the way that uh, desktop computers uh, revolutionized things. You looked at how portability with a laptop computer revolutionized things. Those were still the same platform. We haven't, didn't really see anything new from there. And now you have this portable platform that lets you take your apps anywhere. Is it really a shock that we basically glommed onto this and went, yeah, I, I want to take my software everywhere I go. And I want this thing to do everything that it can do. Thanks, Steve Jobs. We're all addicted to our phones
2: now. <laughs> yes, and now there's all these apps that are trying to break us of our addiction, which is so ironic.
0: It's an app war. Think? It's an app war. Uh, this one, Christine, I'll let you talk about uh, this one because I know you're a big Facebook user. Facebook is making its navigation bar a little more personal. Uh, the navigation bar typically has been the same for everyone, no matter what country you're in. But uh, now they're going to personalize it, uh, kind of prioritize the services you most uh, use most frequently.
2: I really love all the ribbing I get on this show about not using Facebook anymore.
0: Well, I think it's important. <laughs> um, You'll, come back. You'll no. come
2: back. No, Facebook and I, we've broken up. Well, it's you over.
0: Al- you almost missed my birthday party it was. that's how I invited people. It was Facebook.
2: like an abusive relationship. Was it though? Yes. All the fake news, all of, uh, you know, people's updates on what they're eating for breakfast and what they're doing that day. I don't care about that stuff.
0: Oh, you'll be back.
2: All right. Anyway. Um, anyway, yes, Facebook is going to be updating its navigation bar. Uh, so it's, uh, located at the bottom of the screen for iPhone users and at the top of the screen for Android users. And it has some shortcuts there uh, of things that you use most frequently, like your news feed, for example. So Facebook is going to update this with the most used icons uh, so that you have to, you know, do less taps to navigate to what you need. And eventually it's hoping to make it customizable so you can actually customize what shortcuts you have down there or up there if you're using an Android phone.
0: Exciting times for Christina. Also uh, in the news, uh, I haven't used this myself, ClassPass... Breaks out the class uh, breaks out of the classroom with its new audio app. So, ClassPass, explain Graham what this is.
1: So, this is an educational app um, that uh, essentially can be used for a number of things. Um, in this particular case, I have used for things like fitness. Uh, so, ClassPass Go, which is the the audio app, um, basically can give you uh, an instructional uh, content that is, you know delivered through uh, through audio means. So instead of having to read things on the screen or watch video, you'll basically be able to consume content uh, just through a straight audio format.
2: Yes. So ClassPass is actually a subscription model that allows you to attend fi- different types of fitness classes around your city. Um, and they focus mostly on the boutique studios. Like, for example, I spin here in town and I think my spin studio does ClassPass. Um, and so... Obviously, this is limited in certain markets because not every market has a lot of boutique fitness studios. So ClassPass is trying to solidify its brand awareness by giving you an app that you can use to work out instead if you happen to be in a geographic area where ClassPass, the actual subscription model, is not available to you. So,
0: so how does this work? You talked about uh, spin class. This is um, crazy people on stationary bikes killing themselves. Uh, for an hour.
2: Yes, I do this four times a week. Thanks, Mike. <laughs> well, yeah, it would,
0: I would be dead after the second class, to be honest. So uh, you talked about your spin class having this option. How does that work? They have a microphone in the the spin class and you can tune into that?
2: No, no. So uh, ClassPass, the actual subscription model, allows you to attend these classes, like I said, focusing on boutique studios. So we actually have people that subscribe to ClassPass that attend our classes I personally pay directly to the studio, but these people um, subscribe to ClassPass and they're allowed to visit a certain number of fitness classes around the city uh, every month based on their subscription. So like I said, uh, for a lot of people in cities, there aren't a lot of boutique options. And so ClassPass might not be an option if you live in a small town, for example, you probably don't have a world of options in terms of boutique fitness studios. So ClassPass wants to solidify its brand awareness by giving you the option to work out using an app. And this is similar to things that we've talked about before, like Active, where they basically, you know, conduct a fitness class through the app.
0: Like, and so do you listen to it via audio or video?
2: That's right. Yeah. Oh, that's kind of cool. Yeah. I think Graham talked about something similar with... Uh, Cycle Cast, was it? Yes, it was. That's right.
0: Or you could just go down to your fitness class or just go out and walk around.
2: Yes, again, that's uh, trickier in uh, smaller towns where, you know, there might only be one gym or like a community center or something. And the if good you news is wanna...
1: spinning hasn't actually reached some shores.
2: Exactly. If you want to...
1: Back in my day, they called cycling.
0: You got on your bike and just cycled around. So did you just back in my day us? I did. I'm, I'm 50 now. Well done! Did you know that I had no idea? Yeah, I can say that. You back don't look at day, day over forty nine. Thank you. Back in my day, back in my day, yes, we would just get on our bicycle, and we actually got somewhere. Well, now there's an and app for that.
2: Then you walked uphill both ways <laughs> in the snow. No, we cycled with no boots on. We cycled. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs>
0: okay. So uh, another interesting story. You're listening to the app show right now. We're talking about the app news. Uh, Contraceptive app, Natural Cycles is, surprise, surprise, under investigation for unwanted pregnancies and misleading claims. So, Christina, tell us about this app and why it's so great.
2: Um, You know what? I'm not going to vouch for how great it is because (laughs) I saw this coming a mile away when this app became uh, really popular. And this was sometime last year. I think we were talking about this quite a bit. Basically, this app... Uh, you sign up and then they send you this thermometer and using um, the temperature you log um, into the app, it tells you how fertile you are at any given time of the month so that you don't have to use other types of contraception.
0: Sorry, how does it know your
2: temperature? Well, they send you a thermometer and then you're logging that information into the app and based on that information, the app is, um, and where you are in your cycle, the app is telling you how fertile you're supposed to be. Obviously, this is a flawed system. Well, it
1: requires a whole lot of discipline, right? And this is the thing. I mean, a a lot of people have said that they wanted to use this app because they didn't feel reliable enough to to take birth control on a regular basis.
2: Which is, and therein lies the problem, if you can't, you know, take that pill at the same time every day. And <laughs> now we're relying on you to take your temperature at the same time every day and uh, stay on top of that.
1: Yeah, I mean, I can understand the appeal here. There are certain people out there who are not looking to engage in hormonally related birth control methods. Uh, there are other birth control methods outside of that.
2: Yes, I totally understand the motivation. But it was it, just uh, yeah. maybe a little bit flawed, the, the execution. Might this
0: might this be like a, a, a good app to take in conjunction with other birth control methods as well? Absolutely. And
2: I, And I think that was um, part of it was that sort of it was telling you when you're fertile and not. So if if it's telling you that you are, you should be probably using a backup method. However, again, there's a lot of room for error here with people, you know, taking their temperature and yeah, a huge human factor in here. But also... They were, you know, claiming that it was very accurate and effective. And now we're seeing um, Sweden is actually investigating this because 668 women who sought an abortion in a Stockholm hospital between September and December last year, out of 668 of them, 37 had been using this app.
0: Oh, dear God. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Yep. And that, that app again is called Natural Cycle, So Yeah.
2: So maybe... Uh, just use that with a little bit of caution if you're if you're on that train.
0: Let's switch gears now and uh, get our
1: iOS tip. Graham, what do we got? Uh, so this week, our tip is how to save up to 60% of your battery life on your iPhone X. So this one's kind of a fun one because the iPhone X uses an OLED screen or organic light emitting diode screen as opposed to an LCD screen. Now, the interesting thing about uh, organic light emitting diode or OLED screens is that they don't actually use power to show black uh, when you are... Uh, when, you, when you use black. So uh, with an LED screen, it gray, black is essentially just a very dark gray. So putting your phone in low power mode will help to increase that, your battery life. But uh, you can also invert your colors uh, by turning on dark mode. And that will actually give you more black throughout that. Last but not least, what you can do is take a look through your apps and look for a true black mode. A lot of new apps actually have this. Um, for example, Apollo for Reddit has this. And I've noticed that my battery consumption uh, was cut in half by turning that mode on so That's pretty good yeah it's, it's actually a really great little mode so take a look through your settings and your apps and look for true black mode because you can find that and you're on an iphone 10 you're on the road to better battery life
0: when we come back from the break it's dinosaur time with jurassic world alive we'll give you the lowdown on this new game app available for the iphone and android you're listening to the app show here on the chorus radio network back after this You're back with the App Show. Before we get to uh, Jurassic World Alive, uh, fantastic new augmented reality game app for the iPhone and Android devices. Uh, Let's check in with Graham. You've got a Facebook tip for us.
1: Yeah. So our Facebook tip of the week here is how to block Facebook mobile browser tracking uh, by connecting with the Digital Advertising Alliance. So this is actually a third-party site that you're going to want to visit and actually follow the instructions there. Uh, By doing that, you can actually opt out of a lot of advertising that's connected to Facebook uh, through them. So the web address there is optout.aboutads.info. And if you uh, connect there, log in with Facebook, and then turn off uh, the third-party cookie check, uh, that will actually disconnect you from their uh, advertising alliance when it comes to Facebook mobile browsing.
0: Well, one of the biggest movies uh, that's been released uh, recently would have to be Jurassic World, and there's an app for that. Jurassic World's Alive, uh, an augmented reality game available for the uh, iPhone. We've got uh, one of the, the folks behind it from uh, a great uh, development company called Ludia. His name is Zach Buck. Thanks for joining us, Zach.
3: No problem. Thanks for having me. I uh,
0: wanted to get you on the line because I actually had a chance to uh, try this particular game out. And uh, augmented reality meaning you can use your iPhone and the camera to kind of immerse yourself in not only the, the game but the world around you. Tell, tell our listeners what the game is about.
3: Uh, the game is uh, the newest, uh, newest in a series of uh, games based on the Jurassic World franchise. Uh, in it, you are tasked as a member of the Dinosaur Protection Group or DPG to go out into the world and uh, find all the dinosaurs that ha- have escaped uh, uh, Jurassic World uh, and Isla Nublar, the uh, island that they used to live on, um, and uh, if collecting them all, you uh, work to preserve the DNA of those creatures, uh, and after you've collected them, you can use them in, uh, in battle to uh, compete in real PvP battle with other players.
0: Well, I found it interesting because I got a chance to try it out when I was in Toronto last week. Uh, I was in Eaton Centre, and uh, Eaton Centre was mapped out in the game, and the, dis- the dinosaurs were kind of scattered all over the place.
3: hmm Yeah, absolutely. Uh, dinosaurs have actually spread, just like in the film narrative, have spread across the entire Earth, um, and you can collect them everywhere, and you'll find all kinds of different dinosaurs, really, in every nook and cranny. And so
0: let's talk about the augmented reality part of the game. How does that work?
3: The uh, AR is accessible via the lab once you evolve a creature. Um, Once you've unlocked it through Evolution, you can uh, tap on the AR button and then actually see it uh, in a real environment, the real environment that your phone is scanning.
0: What kind of skill level do you have to to have to play play this game? I mean, for me, it seemed to be pretty intuitive. I picked it up pretty quickly, but uh, who is it aimed at?
3: What's perfect about this game is that it really matches all skill levels. You can uh, be a complete beginner player of any any uh mobile game and find a way to uh learn the game very intuitively like you say. However, there's a lot of density and meta game behind the actual uh behind behind that surface, under that surface and you can um, really really find a way to match any skill level that you have.
0: How did this uh, all come together? I mean, like how many team members do you do you have to to put a game like this uh uh to to develop?
3: We have about sixty members, uh specifically on the Jurassic World Alive team. There are of course other games that Ludio also develops with other teams. Uh and it ranges from everyone I'm a narrative designer, but we, of course we also have animators, other game designers, uh QA, all kinds of uh you know, a massive amount of people do handling all all the different sides of the game. Everything is made completely in house, so we're actually pretty proud of that. Uh what other games do you guys have? uh we right now coming out we have dungeons and dragons uh we also they just came out on soft launch in canada uh we also have uh, uh teenage mutant ninja turtles uh new game for that a lot of different games uh out on the market right now
0: how, how difficult is it to put together a game like this you said there's like 60 people i mean this is a pretty high-end game
3: yeah it took us about a, a year and a half or 24 months two years just to uh just to build it all up and of course with every um Every few months, we're putting out a new update, which is just a lot more work by the team to create a whole new list of features that uh, the community is asking for. Uh,
0: what what price point uh, uh, is this game? Like, How much does it cost to, to download?
3: The game is absolutely free to download. You can play it for free.
0: Very cool. Uh, I want to thank you so much for joining us, Zach. No problem. Thank you so much for having me. That was Zach Buck from Ludia talking about the new Jurassic Worlds Alive. When we come back from the break here on the App Show, we'll be Checking in with our Hot 5 this week. It's the Hot 5 Apple Watch apps. And then after that, of course, what's streaming this week on Netflix, Crave, and Amazon Prime. You're listening to the App Show here on the Chorus Radio Network. Back after this. You are back with the App Show. We still have a lot more apps to talk about uh, here on the program. Before uh, we get to the Hot 5,
1: let's get our game app of the week from Graham. What do you have? So this week's game app of the week is a game called Frost, and it's available for iOS. It's $6.99. This is kind of an interesting game where you take control of uh, different types of uh, flocks and crowds and direct them uh, with your finger. And so basically uh, you are sort of Drawing these things around the screen to uh, accomplish different tasks and solve different types of puzzles. Um, there are usually two to three steps each puzzle, so it's a, it's fairly fun, and uh, it's actually you know a very beautiful game. It's using Apple's Metal uh, graphics layer to uh, to create something that's quite beautiful. So that's this week's game of the week. It's called Frost.
0: Well, it's that time. This week it's the Hot Five Apple Watch apps. Uh, the Apple Watch, one of the Biggest watches in the world now, believe it or not. We'll start at number five, Christina.
2: Number five is Auto Sleep. This is actually an app that helps you track your sleep without having to do anything at all. Uh, If you're wearing your watch to bed, it will automatically kick in and track the quality and time of your sleep. You don't necessarily have to wear your watch to bed, though. As soon as you put it on the charger, it will start tracking your sleep. And if you touch your iPhone or watch in the morning, it'll automatically turn it off.
0: I got to tell you, in my opinion, this should have been the number one app because I use this every night. I've actually got two Apple Watches for this purpose because I wear an Apple Watch to bed now. (laughs) <laughs> just so that it accurately tracks my uh, my sleep patterns. It is amazing the amount of information that it gives you uh, in the morning, like how much sleep you've had, like you said, uh, deep sleep. And I found that I'm not getting enough sleep and that's why I'm tired all the time.
2: So but does me- your nighttime Apple Watch match your jammies?
0: <laughs> no, I, I my strap does, yes. Asking the important questions. Yes. <laughs> Yeah. It's, it's a nude strap. I'm sorry, it's a nude this is strap. just hilarious. You, it's, a, it's a nude strap. You need a, a whole separate watch to
2: sleep in. <laughs> my goodness.
0: <laughs> well, just so that I make sure that I have a charged watch I, when I, I'm going to bed. I used to,
1: uh, I used to wear my Fitbit to bed because the Fitbit battery would last a very, very long time. But my my I've got a Series Zero Apple Watch now. It's It's a little long in the tooth, and I barely get through the day. So having a second watch to, to sleep in, well, that's, that's quite the luxury. I like it. We're talking about the Hot
0: 5 countdown this week. This week, it's Hot 5 Apple Watch apps. Number four is uh, a pretty cool one. Just press record. This is the ultimate mobile audio recorder, bringing one-tap recording, transcription, and iCloud syncing to all of your iOS devices. One tap can start, stop, pause and resume recording with unlimited recording time. You can also transcribe speech into searchable text. Best of all, it supports 30 languages independent of a device's language settings. So what's cool about this uh, on my watch, I can basically tap it and it will record whatever audio is around or conversation that I'm having. Uh, It also works uh, with uh, AirPods as well if I want it to be recorded through my AirPods. I know you're a big AirPod guy, Graham. I absolutely love my AirPods. That's
1: actually very cool. I'm going to have to give this a download.
0: Now I'm recording all of our conversations. Ta-da. <laughs> so Christina can see how how many nice things we say about her all the time. All the time. All the time. And on
1: that note, number three here on the Hot 5 Apple Watch App Countdown Overcast. Overcast, yeah. So this is actually one of my favorite apps. This is a podcast app uh, that you can use to synchronize with your entire podcast library. Uh, it connects up with your iPhone, so you can either uh, listen to the uh, the podcast directly off your watch, or you can listen to them and control it through... Uh, Uh, on your phone, through your Apple Watch, and uh, does some really cool stuff. Uh, Basically, you can download podcasts, you can create some playlists where you have different podcasts play one after the other. Uh, You can normalize speech volume, which is great when they have those uh, ads in the middle of a podcast that tend to be a little bit louder. And you can also adjust playback time, so you can speed podcasts up and they still sound fairly normal, so you can listen to them in half the time. Very cool.
0: Number two here on the Hot 5 Apple Watch app countdown, the Nike Plus Run Club. Christina?
2: This one tracks and stores all your runs, and it offers audio guided running workouts with Nike coaches and athletes. And it also gives you access to personalized coaching plans for that can actually help you reach your goals.
0: You have to wear Nikes, Nikes,
2: Nikes,
1: Nikes. Did they call them Nikes Nikes? Am I? Oh, I'm old. Oh boy. <laughs> I, I think I think the name of the actual goddess was Nike. That's actually how it was pronounced, but we've gone with Nike. So Nike.
0: Yeah. Uh. So. Is this uh does this cost money to download?
2: No, I think this one's free.
1: This is free. So basically in your Apple Watch uh, setup, all you have to do is just tap the button to to download it to the Apple Watch and enables it and you're good to go. And you don't have to have Nikes. You do not have no. to have Nikes. But you'll probably want to get Nikes because it's the Nike Plus app. I I do have some fly nets and they are pretty awesome.
0: Number one here on the Hot Five Apple Watch app countdown this week is
1: workout. And so this is, again, it's a native app, and it's the one that personally I use the most. Um, it's used for tracking all sorts of stuff from outdoor running, elliptical machines, rowers. Um, you can do a whole lot of things. And with newer watches, you can even do swimming as well. Uh the great thing about this is it tracks things like heartbeat, time distance, and calories burned. Uh my favorite part of this though, is you just have to hold the watch up and ask Siri to start a workout of a given type for you, and it will start automatically. So when you're in the gym or you know you're in the studio and you want to get some stuff done, uh, you don't have to worry about flipping through your phone or flipping through your, uh, your watch to get that started. You just raise it, speak, and you're good to go.
0: That was the Hot 5 Countdown, the Hot 5 Apple Watch apps. When we come back from the break, it's streaming time. We're going to tell you about the hottest new shows and movies on the streaming services like Netflix, Amazon Prime, and Crave TV. You're listening to The App Show here on the Chorus Radio Network. Back after this. You are back with the App Show. It's uh, that time where we talk about uh, some of our favorite uh, movies and TV shows. Streaming this week. Streaming on Netflix, Amazon Prime and Crave TV starting off with Netflix. This is a classic from 2002, 8 Mile. Hey, Look.
1: Hey, All right, come on, man. How you feeling? If you had one shot. I'm saving up enough cash to get out of this place. One opportunity.
0: I'm on my way. I'm taking
1: you with me. Sees everything you ever wanted. If something's going to happen, it needs to happen now. Did you capture it? It's my boy, Bunny Rabbit. He's a genius. Just let it slip. What are you doing with your life that's so great? Snap back to reality. Oh, there goes gravity. Oh, there goes gravity. Choke. He's so mad.
0: That uh, is 8 Mile. It's playing uh, this week on Netflix back from 2002. Uh, kind of the story of uh, our good rapper friend Eminem.
1: I, I've got to say this is actually probably one of my favorite movies. It's, uh, it's an absolutely fantastic retelling essentially of his rise to stardom. And it, I mean, it's fictional, um, but the performances here are amazing. Uh, you know, Eminem, Basically, playing himself was born to play one role, and this is it. I don't think he'll ever have an acting career outside this. I don't think he ever wants it. But no. this movie is pitch perfect. Mackay Pfeiffer is fantastic. Brittany Murphy, you know, rest in peace, was absolutely wonderful in it, and Michelle Pfeiffer also absolutely fantastic. If you have not With seen Michelle this, Michelle in that, yeah. If you have not seen this, it is one hundred percent worth it. Oh, sorry, not Michelle Pfeiffer, Kim Basinger. I beg your pardon yes uh, but um, you confused me yeah honestly the rap battle at the end I, I every once in a while I will fire it up on YouTube just to watch it again because just amazing what a great movie moving on here on Netflix
0: we're talking about what's streaming this week along came Pauly with Ben Stiller
3: Reuben Pfeffer made a career out of avoiding risk. People wonder why they get E. coli poisoning. On average, only one out of every six people wash their hands when they go to the bathroom.
1: So he always made the safe choice.
3: I would ensure your marriage any day of the week. Hello, are you guys full scuba? Huh. I think I'm going to skip the scuba diving. You sure? But just when he thought every danger could be
1: avoided.
2: A mateys!
1: Oh my God.
2: Oh, what it look like.
0: oh, it's what it looks like. Again, a comedy. It gets funnier uh, from Ben Stiller. Up next, uh, we have The Perfect Man here on Netflix. This Welcome
3: week. to Parent Night at Brooklyn High. Woman in the back. Go ahead.
1: Have you considered monthly mixers for single parents? Uh, it's just that sometimes we single parents have different priorities than married ones. I need to meet a good man. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that stars Hilary Duff, Heather Locklear, Again, uh, on Netflix this is a series I watch uh, coming up here, it actually turned out pretty good over the years, uh, The 100 season 5
2: Bellamy I doubt you can hear me on this piece of crap radio it's funny I've been by myself for two months but this is the first time I feel alone
1: it's like we were never here the bunker's gone silent too we tried digging them out for a while but there's too much rubble
2: But in case this is the last time I get to do this, I just want to say, please don't feel bad about leaving me here.
0: Ooh, the hundred. Uh, This uh, started off uh, back five seasons ago. The Earth was devastated by nuclear war. A hundred years later, the survivors uh, up in the space stations send down a hundred young offenders to see if the Earth is still habitable. Apparently it uh, kind of uh, was, and uh, again, it's already up to season five. Do you still watch this one, Christina?
2: No, you know what? It got a little too dramatic for me at some point, so I, uh, I had to cut it off.
1: you got to pick it up in season five, though. My, my friend Barbara Beal has actually uh, started in season five, and it's continuing on in a, uh, what in, in a role. What character is she? Uh, I don't want to tell you. You're going to have to watch. I've been watching it. <laughs> but she's a Vancouver native and uh, just killing it right now. Very cool. This
0: one uh, is great for people who are into crime. And killing. I am a killer. I I could honestly say that you don't understand death row and
1: see you there. They're gonna do everything they can to make you out to be a monster. a monster.
3: After all this time of thinking about it, I know what it means to live now.
0: I am a killer again. Coming to Netflix uh, this week, uh, true story of uh, criminals on death
1: row.
2: I'm sorry. Can we just talk about your introduction of that one for people who are into crime and killing?
1: <laughs> <laughs> I just really like the "I'm a killer." It was very. You know, very
0: know what? Emphatic. My wife. My wife loves these shows uh, about uh, killers.
2: Uh, oh, behind, I see. For behind so bars. for people who are into true crime. TV. Yeah, I might have not <laughs>
1: yeah. really described okay. it that well. <laughs> it's a very small demographic otherwise. Yes,
2: not a good
0: demographic. <laughs> Speaking about killing, I Kill Giants on Netflix. What are you doing? What's it for? There's some serious stuff going
1: down. I find giants. I
0: hunt giants. I kill giants. Ooh, a lonely, bullied middle school student was viewed as an outcast weirdo harbors a dark secret at night in the forest she slays giants up uh, on crave tv canada a couple uh great uh, little gems here this one if you're a bruce willis fan the comedy central roast of I want bruce to tell willis. You
2: my secret now okay i see old people well, i see chubby people i see bald people so do i I see former
3: heartthrob people. I see future heart blockage people. I see easy target people. I see shops at target people. I see can't turn down any action movie script that comes my way people. I see can't turn down a third helping of potatoes people. I'm not talking about sweet potatoes, which are pretty low on the glycemic index as far as potatoes go. Mm.
2: That was a good one. Thanks. I see this is just my bean material. I haven't even gotten to your music career yet people. I see I'm going to regret this roast.
3: yippee Kai roast mother...
2: It's going to be a long M night.
0: Yeah. That's the Comedy Central roast of Bruce Willis. It <laughs> looks pretty funny. I think even his uh, ex-wife, uh, what's her name? Demi Moore uh, mm-hmm. gave him uh, a pretty good roast uh, on uh, on that particular show. This is an interesting and controversial series. Uh, Who is America? Starring Sasha Baron Cohen. It's a Showtime series available on Crave TV this week uh, where he plays uh, a bunch of different characters and actually interviews or has managed to suck people into being interviewed uh, for this show.
1: This year in our state government, they had a bill put in that would have made it illegal for someone four years old, to 12 years old, have access to a gun. Uh, we, we, killed, we, we killed the bill. They tried to stop four-year-old children from having access to guns? Yes, yes. What is the logic that these people come up with? They just think that children uh, can't handle them. We want three-year-olds who are real experts at what they're doing, not three-year-olds who are reckless. Yeah. And we don't teach two-year-olds because... They call it the terrible tools for yes, a reason. There's a reason, yes. So I would like you to help me do instructional video for three year olds.
2: Okay.
0: <laughs> so he actually um, interviews, uh, you know, people uh, from the gun association, uh, senators, uh, congressmen. Uh, Dick Cheney has been on it. Uh, Bernie Sanders, and uh, gets them to say
1: crazy stuff. Uh, does he really get them to say, or does he give them the opportunity to say things that There we that go, they, the opportunity. So they're all mad
0: because they feel they were duped by him. But I mean, they're basically saying what they believe in. I mean, Dick Cheney, he got him to sign a, a waterboarding
1: kit. The thing that blows my mind is Sesha Baron Cohen's been doing this for over, what, a decade and a half, almost two decades, and they still don't see him coming. So really, I think for a lot of these people, they just feel comfortable being able to say these things uh, you know, around somebody that they believe to be like-minded. I think these guys get everything they deserve. So I'm I'm looking forward to the next episode. It's interesting. Uh,
0: Bernie Sanders he had on there. Some of them actually pick up on it pretty quick. Bernie Sanders uh, didn't look like an idiot. <laughs> um, Ted Koppel he interviewed Ted Koppel about uh, the the crowd size uh, at uh, Trump's inauguration, and Ted Koppel just would wouldn't have any of it.
1: Yeah, and, and that's really the way that it should be. I, again, I think people who are looking for the opportunity to have a soapbox and feel like they've found a like mind, uh, they, they're so excited by being able to, to commiserate with someone that they don't really realize that yeah, they're saying something that they probably actually don't want to be out in public. And then when it does get in public, well, they're embarrassed and humiliated and so angry. And it's like, guys, you believe this. You said it. It's you, not them.
0: When we come back from the break, it's app time still here on the App Show. We're going to be talking about the fitness and travel apps of the week. You're listening to the App Show here on the Chorus Radio Network. Back after this. You're back with the App Show. Two more apps to talk about before we get to travel. Let's
1: find out what our fitness app of the week is Graham our fitness app of the week this week is interval timer high intensity workouts and this is for iOS and Android it is free and this is a great way to track what you're doing at the gym uh, while also uh, synchronizing with a little bit of music so uh, essentially this is an app that you can set up for different types of high intensity exercises select your playlist and hit go and it will alert you when you need to change uh, between exercises between numbers of sets and uh, record all of that it will also do all of this through the lock screen which is very Handy. Uh, So, very cool little app. That again is Interval Timer for high intensity workouts. Let's hit our travel app of the week. What do we got, Christina?
2: We have Elk this week. This is an iOS and watch app, and it's free on the App Store. This is actually the fastest way to convert currencies when you're traveling. It's really simply designed so you don't have to use the number pad to enter an amount in. It actually just presents you a list of 10 values in set increments and you can convert that way. And if you need to get down to more exact um, numbers, it is a little trickier, so you're not going to get down to the pennies on this one. But that's okay, because I think it should get you close enough.
0: Called again, Elk? Elk. Elk, our travel app of the week. That's all the time we have left here on the App Show. I want to thank uh, Graham and Christina for helping put this show together. This is Mike Graham and Christina logging off for the App Show. We'll see you again next time.